Hi, this is Tony, Cover Magazine. I'm speaking today with Fenter, the head of school at Strategy, Operations and Student Experience at Moorpark. David, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me. It's a pleasure. Thanks for making time for me too, Tony. Great stuff. Um, as you might know, Cover is all about knowledge sharing and um, most of the knowledge that we share is not our own, it's other people's knowledge. So we're now tapping into your knowledge of knowledge sharing. So um, we're talking about your financial services education side. Um, and um, maybe you can just tell us a little bit, first of all, to start off with, how do you view financial services education in South Africa at the moment? So I think there's, there's a lot that higher education institutions are doing right in South Africa. Um, so I don't necessarily want to knock any other institution, but what I can tell you is that what differentiates us as a school, um, the School of Financial Services um, provides broad expertise across the four main areas um, of investment management, banking, risk and insurance, as well as financial planning. So we're unique in that sense that we're a higher education school which is run by financial service professionals for financial service professionals. Um, so I think, let me go into a little bit more detail what that means, is from our side we're differentiating that our team has deep subject matter expertise um, and experience um, which is fused into our course content and through practical application, through out of qualifications from, you know, whether it be from a higher certificate to a BCom to a postgraduate diploma, um, so across across the board. So I think that's that's really where uh, the differentiator um, stands from our from our point of view. Um, so and I think that that's where we add value uh, in the financial services education space. So uh, I mean, um, in the in the material that I've read about your financial services school, um, mm. you talk about multidisciplinary education. How do, what do you mean by that and why is it important? Okay, so because I think because financial service providers have needed to evolve um, and in many cases are evolving over time, um, we have seen that we too have to kind of evolve in such a way that we're providing like multidisciplinary training. So what I mean by that, so if, if for instance, we look at um, one of the banking relationships we have where we assist the, the banks, that where they are busy working to reskill a portion of their workforce um, from being in many cases administrative to being better equipped to give financial advice. So they came to us and they said, okay, we're now we're moving a part of our workforce into this into this skills area. Please can you help us upskill them? And then we put together a program for them, um, whether it be a high certificate or advanced certificates, um, to upskill them in that um, in that vein. So, so from a multidisciplinary point of view, that's where um, we're coming from. Also, if you look at a number of financial service providers are offering add-on products um, to their current offering. Um, and a lot of those add-on products would be, so let's say potentially if you had a bank where they were offering, let's say, pure re um, transactional banking, um, um, you know, uh, you know, a while back, and then over time they would add add-on add products onto their offering. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, in the area, for instance, of so if you had transactional banking, then they may be moved over to 
stockbroking services directly available through a mobile app plus insurance services through a mobile app plus um, uh, financial planning access through a wealth manager etc etc as as those additional product lines increase um, we've seen a a, a um, emerging let's say of of the skill sets across those different areas which works perfectly across our um, our subject matter expertise area within our now new merged school which covers those areas so from point of view of it's useful that we're able we we provide um, education across these multi-skilled areas where if um, corporate clients for instance would like to reskill their um, employees um, they can do so like in a one-stop shop um, environment so I think from that point of view that's that's where we come from on that angle so is this also sort of um, uh, positioned for uh, school leavers or people who've just qualified at university etc that um, would uh, want to become more professional in specifically the field of financial services yeah so what's interesting is that what what we found is m most of our students are working adults who, in industry. Um, so that is the majority of us of our students. It depends on the qualification, obviously. So I think it, it differs from qualification to qualification. So in general, what we'll find, for instance, is that our BCom students um, with their majors in our various streams are usually um, more closer to the student lever market, whereas the rest of our qualifications are predominantly um, those who've been working in the industry for a few years, um and um and they've you know they've been earmarked potentially to be upskilled by the employer and or from a legislative point of view and therefore they put onto our programs to kind of upskill themselves so they can move up within that organization in the financial services space so that's predominantly where where we where we sit okay and then um you know you've established a school now is it uh, in person as well as um, online learning or is it mo mostly focused at online learning yes it's it's very much aligned to online learning so that's from a we're very much aligned with the Millpock education's overall online learning strategy so as Millpock education as a whole we're aiming to be the online higher education provider of choice um, and within Millpock education we've got various schools so we've got the business school we've got the school of commerce we have the School of Professional Accounting, where we get where we train up CAs, and then we've got the School of Financial Services, where where, where we sit, and um, and so our, our predominant thrust is to um, become the higher education uh, uh, online higher education provider of choice. So we a lot of our concentration, a lot of our time is spent on um, if constantly evaluating our you know, virtual learning environments, um, the tools that we use to facilitate online learning with the express aim of increasing accessibility, um, especially for, for working adults. So like an example, let me give you a basic example of that. So for instance, with, um, with COVID-19, uh, where there was a huge push, obviously we were all forced to now go online. Um, before that majority, a lot of our, you know, um, our training was uh, online, but with that, move um, we had to figure out new tools to use within the online learning environment to make sure that we can uh, provide a full you know the full range of education through an online environment so one simple tool for instance that we that we implemented about three years ago was an ai tool that allows us to proctor the exams 
uh, live online so that all of our students can be writing exams um, from from wherever they are and it's proctored online using AI technology to ensure um, that the student um, isn't you know is being invigilated throughout an exam so through like that kind of a tool we, you know we are constantly introducing um, tools that ensure that the student journey can take place online and removes the need for a student to be any in any specific geography to study with us so those those are you know those that's just one example but that's how we're trying to look to kind of evolve over time mm. to ensure we're the bit yeah we're providing the best service okay and then just in closing i mean how, if, how would you pitch to um an employer as to why mopark uh, school of financial service what would be those few points that you would say makes you different so I, I like I'd like to bring also our head of uh, head of school for academics, Petru Udendal, into the conversation here, where she can also just kind of highlight high level from that point of view where where she sees the why. Um, yeah. Petra? There are two things, Tony, that come to mind. The one thing that I think is is great if an employer out there is looking for an education provider for their staff or even if it's an individual looking to study is that we can offer we call it the learning pathway the the full learning pathway that is required of an individual working in the financial services industry to become a representative as per the phase act and to remain a compliant representative so we have, if you look at the journey of a new representative, um, they have to start off by doing class of business training and you have to write your regulatory exam and then you need a recognized qualification and you need to con do continuous professional development. So all of those touch points that's required of a representative, we have catered for. And if you are then compliant and you've done your um, NQF5 qualification that's necessary for you to be a rep um, and you now decide you want to be a better advisor or a better representative for your clients and you want to progress with your studies, we can then from your NQF5, your high certificate, um, help you all the way up to a postgraduate level. So it's really starting on a journey with us and being with us, if you so choose, um, for for 10 years or more as you progress in, in industry and in the types of clients you work with and the type mm. of skills that you feel you need. Um, the other thing that David alluded to that I think is great is the fact that in excess of 90% of the academic staff that work in our school have worked in industry, so have been client facing. So we know what it's like to sit in front of a client um, and the nuances required in those in managing those types of relationships. And also in excess of 90% of our academic staff have been working professionals and studying at the same time. So we have a lot of empathy um, of what it takes of a person to be um, working more than an eight to five, have family responsibilities and still having the, the burden of studies or the stress related to studies. So I think mm. that is really a unique proposition that we have as a school. Yeah, yeah. And in closing, closing, the last bit is um, the question that we always get asked is online learning 
Um, you can do a lot, but what about support? What about if you get stuck? How, what do you do then? Yeah, so so the, the, the good thing is that all of our programs are fully online with course material available via like a dynamic virtual learning environment, which includes things like tutor forums, having access to your tutor, live classes, videos. Um, in, in addition, we also have online support and one-on-one -on -one virtual meetings, which are available to students to keep them, you know, um, what's the word, motivated and on track. Um, so, so we have those various interventions to ensure that we are we have an active online presence with the student, um, and that the students know that we're there to support them. But in addition to that, Petru, as the you know academic head of school, is obsessive about constantly evolving and improving academic offering and delivery. You know, mm -hmm. framed around students on the run, because as she said earlier, we, we, most of us are we've all been most of us have been working adults studying, you know, and so we we know we know how one has to manage, you know, being on the run, studying on the run, making sure having a, a education, um, educational learning journey um, planned around your busy life. So I think that's something which we are constantly looking um, Well, Petri is constantly looking to ensure that our academic delivery meets um, students at, at that point. Um, and she's always looking ways to improve that, which is great. And then I think that goes hand in hand, uh, for instance, with my involvement in student experience and ensuring that from entry to exit, the student experience improves over time to be seamless part, you know, to be a seamless pathway, even from an administrative, you know, getting registered, um, getting registered, admitted, um, moving through the, um, getting support, um, non-academic support within the school. So ensuring that there's, you know, there's, there's seamlessness there, um, as well as something which has, I think also again since COVID nineteen, um, and um, many of the you know personal journeys people took over that time, we've become more and more aware, and what we're trying to implement within our school, of being much more aware of the psychosocial um, um, environment in which the students at. So trying to meet them at their psychosocial needs. So mm -hmm. we have a, we'll have a number of students who haven't studied for a number of years, um, and then they'll come to study with us after you know a long gap. Um, and being there to meet the student at that point where they need additional help in getting back into the swing of things, getting them orientated back in studying. Um, so there's additionally those touch points to ensure it's a smooth journey for them. Um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. And um, I mean, uh, the financial services environment, uh, especially in the, in the intermediary space, have become so professional that this is a great addition to assisting them in, in that journey. So thank you very much mm -hmm. for sharing your knowledge with us. Um, Petro, David, it was really nice chatting to you and I wish you luck for the next intake. Perfect, thanks, Tony. Thanks thank for your you, time. Tony.